0: Maybe you've noticed, or maybe you didn't, that I took a semi-retirement and almost a year between releasing podcast episodes. You can go back and listen to episode 57, my life update, where I share about why I took a break, my health challenges, the recovery, and so much more. One of the things I talked about in that episode is how heavy, exhausting, and challenging I found the state of the world these days. I've felt in the past like I had so many questions, so many things I wanted to say, conversations I wanted to have and share and invite with people, but I wasn't able to. For me, the fear I had of cancel culture, of being ostracized, labeled, and judged was deep and unbelievably strong. I found myself holding back the genuine concerns I had about the state of the world, from COVID restrictions to the lack of dialogue that seems to be welcome these days to cancel culture itself. And frankly, holding it all in was making me sick. I truly would don't think it's an exaggeration to say that I believe it was slowly or maybe quickly aging me and literally killing me holding it all in. I was exhausted and constantly run down with colds and headaches. And as I mentioned in this podcast that you're gonna hear, I heard I've heard from so many of you that you have also not feeling well, feeling exhausted and had headaches. I don't think these things are a coincidence. And let me just say this, I don't I certainly don't have this all figured out. I don't have this perfect, but I don't think it's a coincidence that we are consequently finding ourselves feeling so sick while at the same time holding in our thoughts, feelings, ideas, and hearts. I believe there's a correlation there. But I digress. (laughs) I want to share with you what happened to me in December of 2021 when I hit this point. I hit a point where personally it had become more uncomfortable to go along and hold all of my thoughts and feelings and opinions in than to face the discomfort of speaking up, To face the discomfort and the, the grossness of potentially being ostracized, labeled, attacked, and perhaps canceled. There came a point where it was more uncomfortable to not say anything than it was to face the things I was so afraid of. And that's when I knew I had to speak up and speak about the current state of the world. My friend, I feel like today we are at a pivotal moment in history. We're at a place where it's pretty evident that our systems are broken and our cultural failings are on display. They're at the forefront for all of us to see and it's super, super dang uncomfortable. My personal opinion is that our culture has been toxic for a while. I think we've hit a point now where it's really showing in so many aspects of life, from healthcare to education, our financial and political systems, our, our media, all the way down to the way that we interact in our communities, uh, online and offline, and the way that so many of us just don't feel comfortable being our authentic selves. What does that tell us about the culture? I know I'm not the only one that sees this. I know I'm not the only one that feels this. And I know I'm not the only one that wants to change this. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's an extraction from an Instagram live I recorded a few months back. I struggled a lot in the last year, especially watching on the sidelines as I was healing my health and focusing on that, struggling with the division, with the name calling, the double standards, the way that we are treating each other as humans, or dare I say not treating each other as humans. I also have struggled with the fact that so many people are struggling and not thriving and I just don't think that's our purpose in life. I really believe we're here to thrive. And I will say this for myself included that for a long time I wasn't didn't feel like I was thriving which is also part of the reason I didn't show up here. It's made me really sad to look around and see how many people are angry, isolated, facing anxiety and depression and more alone. I see that The reason why so many people feel isolated, anxious, and depressed, I believe that's a a symptom of our toxic culture. And I think the fact that we suffer alone is yet another example of how our desire for individuality has swung too far and left us without community, support, and empathy from each other and from ourselves. What you're about to hear, I cannot overstate how scared I was to record this and to even speak up in the slightest for fear of disappointing people that I love and care about, for fear of losing friendships or making people mad. I'm a recovering people pleaser, so the idea of people not liking me or people being mad at me is really hard. Most of what I share in this in this episode is not, in fact, controversial, or at least in my opinion, it, it shouldn't be. My invitation here is for us to come together to heal the divide And the fact that I've been scared to speak up about talking to people with different opinions and the fact that I know that I'm not the only one, to me is a sign of how far away from our humanity, from openness and curiosity and grace and compassion we've strayed from as a society and a culture. And it's time to change that. You will hear my voice quiver because I was scared. I am scared. This does not come naturally to me. Uh, It's been conditioned out of me, I'm sure, my whole life. This is me in real time expanding and stepping outside of my comfort zone. Being divisive is not who I am and I don't believe it's a part of our nature generally. I want to bring us together and I know that so many of you do as well. As you're listening, just keep in mind that this was recorded live, and when people are speaking to me, I like to respond to the comments as they come in. I considered editing them out, out, but I really believe it's helpful to hear some of the actual comments so that you hear that you're not alone, and also to hear some of the perfectly valid questions and concerns that came up. If you prefer video, you can watch the live, and I put a link to that in the show notes for you. If you've been struggling with how to heal the divide and how to reconnect for others, this is for you, and these are my thoughts. If you've been wondering how you can speak up on or speak to somebody uh, when it's a topic that feels divisive, and if you want to help be the bridge, I see you and oh my goodness, I'm putting my hand out because we need you, my friend. If you're also just curious about what my experience has been speaking up, maybe you've been scared or uh, you want to know what it's like to been sharing my truth and what I've done to get myself through this huge journey, I, I share that as well. My intention here, my hope is that it helps you lean into the courage that you have, that you can feel the love in your heart, your desire for connection and community, and tap into the part of you that wants to bring people together and help us heal. I know that you have so much courage and support, a support system around you as well, and I know you can do it. So I hope that my story inspires you and encourages you too. Thank you as always for listening and remember, not just listening. I invite you and I encourage you to take these ideas and incorporate them into your life, into your conversations, and into your community. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friends. Lisa Michaud here. It's been a week, and I know so many of us are collectively feeling it, individually feeling it. I can't recall many weeks in my life where I've had more people reach out to me saying they feel sick, they feel like they've had headaches, they're feeling stressed, anxious about the state of the world, and obviously, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts on this, and I wanted to just hop in here and share you know a story, some of my thoughts, some of the things that I think are are really hard in the world right now, and also and some ideas on what we can do to actually change things and and I'm not even talking about like uh, earlier this week, I started speaking out. Uh, about mandates and passports. I'm not even talking about changing that, but just changing the state of this world, of our divisiveness, of our inability to have conversations with each other and be around each other. So I don't know if anyone else feels, I actually, I do know, I know a lot of you feel this, that you're really concerned about the state of the world right now, that the divide that we see happening and it's happening across so many things in families, in workplaces, in within homes, friendships. um, And it is, it can, concerning. Like I am worried about it. I feel the division, the anger, the hate, all of this happening in our world right now. And there's so many days where I'm really struggling to feel grounded and struggle to figure out like, what, what's the point or why am I doing this? Or can I, is it safe for me to be or speak up or what is this going to look like in five years or 10 years for my life, for my kid's life and my grandkids? And um, I know that's a really big collective feeling right now, no matter where you at? What you What you believe? I, I, this, I think, seems to be a collective feeling of hopelessness, division, anger, and, and not knowing where to go from here. So I do, I have some hope because I do think that most people who are good people. I think that it's in our in our DNA to want to be good to each other, to want to love each other. I believe that's in us, and I also know that a lot of people are tired. They are burnt out. People have trauma in our society, so much trauma. People have lived experiences where they haven't been heard, they haven't felt cared for, they haven't um, been included. And all of that is now coming up and culminating in this moment. So for those of you guys that know, some of you have heard that I've started speaking out this year and just in the last few days, a little bit more about what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing. And um, someone asked me, you know, what's the feedback been? And it just made me really think, and I wanted to share some of those insights and share this in terms of how we can, how we can start to bring us all back together. So I will say, I am a people-pleasing, overachieving perfectionist. This has been really hard because uh, uh, perfectionism, I could get something wrong, what if I say the wrong thing? People-pleasing, oh God, I know I'm gonna not make anybody happy as soon as anything comes out of my mouth. It's, I'm gonna make people unhappy and disappointed. And that's really hard. That's like a core wound for me. and also, you know, I want to actually make a difference and it's really hard to feel like I'm making an actual difference, but what I've noticed, so speaking out, um, has been harder in some ways, or I wouldn't even say speaking out, I'm going to say speaking out loud, speaking something that is on a divisive topic, speaking something out loud that people may disagree with. I just want to call it speaking and sharing. And it has been harder than I thought in some ways and easier than I thought. Um, it has been harder because it has been, so uncomfortable and so triggering for me. I had a friend the other day who, who has a different opinion than me and who tagged me in a story. And I saw that story. Uh, something she we, we disagree on this topic and they tagged me in it and it was right before bed. It was 1130 at night. And I instantly could feel like literally sick to my stomach. And if, if you're a people pleaser, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's like a deep like inability to sit with discomforts. It's, it's this super discomfort with knowing that someone else is just maybe disappointed in you or doesn't like you or doesn't agree with what you say. And it's really uncomfortable. And as soon as I had this moment of discomfort with my friend, like it, it, let me tell you what my thoughts were. And this is embarrassing to share, but I need to share it. So my thoughts were, Oh my gosh, like how, how dare she do this? Like, what is she trying to create? And then there's also the part of me that wanted to just remove myself and be like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this altogether. Here we go. fight or flight. Um, I had thoughts of, oh my gosh, I, I want to unfollow. I want to block this person. Um, I'm going to message our mutual friend and get them on board and let them know I want nothing to do with this person. They are bad energy. They are not for me. All these all these things came up. It took a while for me to calm down, calm my nervous system down. And uh, I mean, maybe 15-year-old me, I'm sure 15-year-old me, who am I kidding? 15-year-old me would have like been right in there, either like apologizing, people-pleasing, trying to fix it, or um, or just like fleeing altogether. And luckily, 35 year old me has a few more years of wisdom, a little bit more understanding on this. And I was able to do some breath work, uh, do some meditation and have a good sleep on it and wake up the next morning and feel better. But every message that I get, I'm nervous right before I open it. I wonder what's this going to be? What kind of discomfort is there going to be? And when people disagree, it has been uncomfortable. And that means that I have to face my instinct to either make it all nice and make it all better. Um, so that I don't feel uncomfortable or I have to learn to sit in my discomfort, whether it's discomfort um, of them not liking me, discomfort of us disagreeing, discomfort of me maybe being wrong, all of those things. So that part of it's been really, really hard and also really amazing. I mean, if we're looking for a great coach, we're looking for great therapy, like have a conversation with someone who thinks differently than you, you will find out all of your triggers. Here's the part that's been easier. It's been easier in some ways because having a real conversation with someone and being curious about who they are and what they believe and getting to know their soul, showing love, showing compassion, that is actually some of the most life-giving and some of the most validating experiences in the whole world. There is nothing more beautiful, more life-affirming, more energizing. There's nothing easier, I think, or more natural that can come to us if we can move through that and actually be able to show up with love and curiosity and compassion for the person that we are talking to. And I have to say this, I don't have all the answers, but I know this, that we need to start to speak to each other. We need to start to listen to each other. That is the bottom line. That is what we need to do. And that is a role that each and every one of us can play here. And if this feels hard, like, holy crap, it was so, it is really hard. I don't want to come out here and be like, oh, it was so easy. Like you can speak up too. And don't worry, everyone will agree. Cause they won't. Cause you're going to get public hate and you're going to get private fan mail. And that's also like a whole other level of discomfort. And I also think we've been this is going to feel hard because we are in a culture that doesn't create space for nuance or discourse or healthy conversation. Think about what we've been taught growing up. And I think about this a lot. And I really believe that it's like a belief that in our world that we need to we need to change. We need to not repeat for future generations. And it is the thought that don't talk to someone about religion, politics or money. And I think about uh, generations and generations that have been grown up to think this way and believe that we cannot have these conversations. And then we now look and wonder, how come we can't have these conversations? How come we can't talk to each other? And it's because we've never been taught, because we've been taught growing up to not have those conversations. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about money. Basically, don't talk about anything that talks about who you really are. Don't actually get to know that person for who they are and what they believe in. But instead, just keep them in a safe box or keep a safe distance from that person so you don't actually have to sit with the discomfort of maybe having a different opinion, of maybe being wrong, of, of maybe learning something new, of maybe disagreeing, and we haven't learned how to do that. So if this sounds hard to you, if it sounds hard to have a conversation with someone or to, to speak up when, on anything that feels uncomfortable to you or that feels like people may not like, it's not your fault because that's literally our culture. That's literally how we've been trained to operate. I think this has been accelerated by the Internet. I mean, think about unfollow culture. Think about, you know, if I don't like this thing. I just unfollow it right away. And look, I'm not saying that we continue to allow supreme toxicity or abuse or negativity in our, into our space. And I'm not saying that sometimes it doesn't make sense to unfollow a person or disengage from a discussion that is no longer productive or disengage from a conversation that you are unable to um, to be calm in and to be respectful and open. In. And those are, of course, But the fact is that we don't talk about the idea that to get to the place of us being able to have different conversations means that we have to move through this discomfort to then be able to move to the place where we can actually have the conversation. And I believe that having the discomfort is a normal part of us being able to disagree, of us being able to have healthy debate, healthy discourse, and to be able to bring openness and respect to conversations and to humans. It's all about humans, it's to other people. Well, where we're at, and I want to know if this is resonating for any of you. Um, let me know, or if you're like, "What the heck are you talking about?" Like, let me know too. But I'm just, I'm just curious where you, where you guys are at. I mean, I've gotten a ton of DMs in the last several weeks of people that I know are also really afraid to speak up and share what they believe, no matter what that is. And it's a shared collective feeling, and I want us to move through it. I know that you care. I know that you're a good person because I, because you are, because you're wonderful. You are capable of learning. You are capable of moving through this. And I believe we need to unlearn some things and I believe we need to learn things. So <laughs> we need to learn, you nailed it. We are not comfortable with discomfort. We need to learn how to be comfortable with discomfort. We need to learn how to sit with that and move through that. We need to unlearn our need to be right or I need to prove ourselves or I our need, our need to envision like a win through these conversations because it's, there's, there's no winning that, that should be feeding our ego at all. We need to learn how to be aware of our thoughts and our emotions and, and both of those things and be able to separate that from the reaction and the action that we take. If I had done what I, if I did what I feel like doing every time I see mean comments on the internet or every time my family says something that triggers me or a client says something that is triggering or it's something frustrates me, if I did everything that I felt or I thought, I'd be in some big trouble. <laughs> So we need to collectively remember this. And we know, it, we know it for some things. We know some things are socially unacceptable, but we need to remember this also in the in the space of uncomfortable conversations. We also need to be able to unlearn the idea that just because somebody thinks something differently than us, that one of us is morally or intelligently superior or inferior, that there's a hierarchy in there. We need to detach from this idea that people who think, differently from us, they're on a different high, there's, there's there's even a hierarchy because there isn't. Um, And it's so, so hard, we need to unlearn the idea that it's not okay to change our mind. We need to unlearn this idea that because we believe something that it's not okay to, to learn something else and then have a different belief. Because I'll tell you, I know, and I'm Baron, this is one of my invitations to you is to tell me and share with me, what is something that you have been wrong about? What is something that you, ch- something you've changed your mind completely on because you've grown up, because you've had an experience, because you, you read something different or listened to something different. I think that needs to happen. Um, and I think we need to create the last thing I think we need to learn is to create mental pause, create awareness, create space for this, you know? It was so easy for me to just be like, this person's a terrible person. And for me to not have that pause in there and just be like, they are bad energy. I don't want to be around them, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And instead to have that awareness of being like, wow, this is my reaction to this. This is not, the truth is not that this person is a terrible person. The truth is not necessarily that this person is toxic or I don't want them in my life or they're not a good person or they're dumb or they're whatever. Um, The reality is that I am uncomfortable with this and that this makes this makes me feel like I want to flee. And that is that is the truth of that moment. So we need to have that awareness to understand that and create that mental pause. It's been super hard to not want to argue with people when they have different opinions, especially with the vaccine debate, because I'm all about the science and listening to the medical experts. I'm also a redhead, so I'm a debater, but not that I'm comfortable with the argument, just that I want to Have it. Trying to take a step back. One of the things I'm going to invite, and I'm going to say this in a way that I hope can be received um, with my intention. My intention here is, is to share this with love, and I actually have a little note to talk about this down the road. But I want, I invite you to think about this, and all of us, all of us, to go into these conversations without thinking we want to convince people, without trying to change them, and instead to try and connect with them and to try and understand them. Let me... Let me speak on that a little more, because I think currently everyone is trying to convince everyone else. And um, there's science that is conflicting. Like it is, it is. I, I don't think that we're going to be able to convince other people in the way, in, in any way of what we want. We have to first be able to, you know, Stephen Covey's principles, seek, seek to understand before you seek to be understood. And I really think that is one of the biggest things that is going to help us to connect with others. So I put together a couple of thoughts in like how how I think we can do this. What's been helping me that might be able to help you connect with others. And I want to say that, uh, I do not have all the answers. I'm, if you've got suggestions, like I would actually love to listen to someone who's a communication expert. Um, Mark Groves, like, Oh my gosh, can I talk to Mark Groves about this? Cause I think there's a lot of the human condition showing up in the way that it's showing up, um, in our our individual humanity and then also on a macro scale. But I, I do believe this, I believe it is start time to stop listening to people who think they know all the answers. And it is time to start listening to people who don't have all the answers and will admit that and will listen to others. That is who we need to be listening to. And that is how we we all need to emulate as well is being the person who doesn't know it all, who doesn't see it all, and is instead willing to admit that, be open to it and be willing to listen and change your mind and be transparent about that. That is what I believe. And I believe we can do this, I have hope. So how do we do this? I mean, number one, I really do believe that we we start by not trying to change somebody's mind on something because let's be real here. When is the last time? And if you've got an example, I would love to hear it because I've never heard of any. But tell me a time that Facebook debate or a comment section has changed your mind on anything. Tell me a time that someone has called you out that has changed your mind. Tell me a time that someone has tried to convince you of something and that's actually being effective because most of the times it's not because we can feel that energy. We feel that someone's just trying to make us change our mind. It doesn't actually care about what we think. And I believe that triggers ego and that causes us to shut down. So number one, it's not about convincing or changing anybody's mind. It's about connection with people. Number two, it's about, I believe that you need to go in and only in if you can be open and respectful and and be able to stay in that. So this is something like to go into it. Even today, before I went into this, I had to check in and say, am I okay? If somebody says something really cruel to me as I'm talking about this, am I gonna be okay? Um, And some days, a lot of times the answer would be no. Um, So be be aware of your own mental state energy, where you're at um, as a human and your capacity to hold space for the discomfort of yourself and for someone else. Because you not only have to be able to hold like your own like, oh shit, I'm making someone mad or someone disagrees or is this make me feel, am I, do I seem stupid, does this person hate me, all these things that come up that I feel triggered when these things happen to me. And I, we also have to be able to hold space for the other person who's going to be going through that as well at the same time. It is huge because that's what we want to do. We want to change people. I know. Trust me, I'm a coach and I'm a wife so I and I'm a parent. Like It would be so much easier if I could just change everybody for me and unfortunately... I still haven't learned the trick, but when I do, I will share it with y'all. Just kidding. I actually think that the trick is to not try and convince people and is instead to connect. So number one is is listen and and in, go into those conversations to connect. Number two is to go in and stay in only if you are have the capacity to be open and respectful. That is the baseline for a conversation. We, ex- like, you cannot have a conversation if we're not going to be open and respectful. These two things are absolute necessities. Um, number three is being really genuinely curious. Be ready to listen and ask questions and be ready. Um, number four, keep continue to pay attention to your nervous system. You know, is your breathing suddenly shallow? Do you feel angry in certain parts of your body? Are you feeling like your hands are getting cold and clammy? Like, what is going on for you physiologically, mentally? Are you wanting to shut this person down? Are you wanting to run away? Notice all these things, and if you have to take a pause, that is a okay. You can absolutely have these conversations and and take a pause. I would also say a little t- trick here. What I've really noticed a lot of people are asking the right conver- or asking the right questions, but they ask it with, ter- with I don't wanna say terrible, with the wrong intention. So for example, people think, I've heard people say things like, well, who would think that? Or who, who still listens to the government? Or why would people not listen to the experts? Or who, who isn't listening to the science? Or why are people still trusting the science? And instead, I believe we need to take the judgment and that tone out of the question and just ask the question. What is it that you see that makes you that makes you believe in this? Or what have you seen that I haven't that I can learn from? Or um, what do you know that makes you see things this way? Like, help me to understand. And if we can show up with that curiosity and keep asking those conversations, but take the judgment out of it and just be curious about it. I think it will open up a lot for us. Um, and the last thing I want to say is, I think this takes a lot of support. I had a client the other day say to me, she's like, I'm ready for 2022. 2022. I keep saying it's 2020. It's 2022. I can't believe it. But she said to me, She's like, I've got my therapist, my healer, and my coach. And I believe we need those things. And, you know, whatever modality we're free, sure, but you need a team. You need support. You need friends. You need to have support, especially if you're going to have some of these awkward, uncomfortable conversations that need to happen and for us to learn to connect to each other as humans. So this. This really is my, oh, I want to actually share one more last little tip for having conversation with people. So again, um, so often we go into these conversations thinking our objective is to convince this person. And instead, if you need an objective, if you're that kind of personality, which I am too, I'm going to invite you to take on one of these two things. At the end of the conversation, I want you, or I want you to imagine that at the end of it, that you have to share with somebody else, maybe with me, maybe with your coach, maybe with your therapist, maybe with your partner or friend, whatever that is, that at the end of a conversation that you had with somebody that you disagree with, that you start out as disagreeing with, that at the end of that conversation you can share three things that are different that you learned. And we're not gonna be buttholes here. We're not gonna say it be like, oh, I learned that they're really even dumber than I thought. I learned that they have no idea what they're talking about. Like, not that kind of thing, but like genuine learning. Like I learned that this person is having a really hard time right now. I learned that this person had this experience and that is why they see this way. I learned that, oh, I hadn't actually heard this perspective or this idea before, and that is important. So that is one way that you can go into a conversation. I invite you to go into a conversation with someone you disagree with, or uh, with, not with the mindset to convince them, but with the mindset that you would have to, at the end of it, share three things um, for you to share that you learned. And Angela, I, thank you for letting me continue to, to operate that. And it may have been the wrong word for you, but believe me, and I'm gonna be the first person to put up my hand when I say that I've absolutely have tried to convince people that I have to check myself on this desire to want to change somebody's mind or convince somebody. So I, 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 I appreciate your honesty and openness and thank you for being receptive to me, you know, to, you know, running with that a little bit. And I, you just happen to share a sentiment that so many of us, myself included have done. So please know it's not a you thing. It is a me thing too. It is a humanity thing. And it's something that, um, if I am doing it, I also can, can unlearn it and want to unlearn it. So thank you for your, your grace and for still being here through and knowing that I I'm not, um, that I'm right there with you have <laughs> tried to convince people. It didn't work, which is why I'm trying to figure out what the heck does work. Um, another way to go into conversations with people, here's another invitation for you. If you're gonna go into a conversation with someone who disagrees with you, which I highly encourage you to do, imagine that at the end of the conversation that you are gonna have to de- debate or discuss their opinion. And you have to argue and learn their best points, their best arguments, not the weakest arguments, But the best argument. So, like, what what is what are the things that they are saying that are actually like the good ones? Because let me tell you a little secret about life, politics. (laughs) Um we we debate on the weakest argument. We look at the other side and we say, what is their what is their dumbest argument? What is the the worst point that they have? And then we try and debate on this level. Um but we actually need to look at like what is that person's best argument? What is the thing that actually does make sense? Because very few things are black and white. Most things are nuanced. And so I invite you to lean into that nuance and to listen to what is their best argument. And imagine that at the end of that conversation, you would then have to stand up and be able to explain like to the other side, here are the best, or to to yourself, to whoever, these are the best arguments for the other side. And I guarantee you that that will absolutely change things. Um, Angela says, I'm still listening. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks everyone for being here. Like, let me know if this is resonating. If you have questions, thoughts, if you're, super (laughs) don't like what I'm saying, you know, let me know. Let me sit with the uh, discomfort of that. Whatever, whatever you got going on, I'm sure it's here for purpose. Um, Laura, I totally agree. We don't even debate the point and we attack the person. Yeah. And we, this is a way that we can avoid the humanity of it, right? We can, we we don't look at what the person has said or we put them in a box of being this way, of being a sheep, of being an an anti-vaxxer, of being liberal, of being um, conservative, of being Republican, of being like whatever, vegan, not vegan, whatever the box is. um, but we really just need to remember and get to the humanity of it. So that is why I, connection is is so so important that we can see that person for who they are, and that's where curiosity and leaning in and being ready to listen to that person is going to make a huge difference. Um, so here's my invitation to you because I really didn't didn't want to be on here all day, but I'm I'm glad this is resonating, and and thank you for the. Thank you for the open and respectful conversation and and discussion on this. I just really appreciate um, you guys. I know this is not this is not easy. This is like we have not been grown up to do this. We we were raised to avoid the uncomfortable topics. And here we are. We have we have to have these conversations. We are seeing collectively as a society what the impact is of not being able to sit in nuance, of not being able to hear each other's perspectives, of not being able to be in the same room as people who think differently than us. And it needs to stop and it will stop. And we we have the power to change us. So how do we do this? I want to say just because it feels hard doesn't mean you can't do it. Um, <laughs> I have to I'm saying that to myself a few months ago because man, it's been really, really, really hard. Um, and also I think I did need a few months for myself to like ground myself and figure out my truth and the tools that I needed to be able to show up to the conversation in a way that is open and respectful. Um, but I will say this, that like, don't expect it ever be easy i think it's going to be hard because these are new skills that so many of us are having to learn so it's going to be hard Why don't you start where you can with exposing yourself to different opinions and different perspectives now if you're an all-inner go have that conversation with somebody go go have it and if that we'll talk about that i gave you a bunch of great tips there but let's say you're not ready for that let me tell you somewhere where you start you start by listening and reading and watching someone who has a different perspective than you. You start by maybe going back to, and I wanna be conscious of this, who is the person right now that has cut you out of their life or you've cut them out of their life? What is it like to go and sit back um, and and listen to, to them? Or who, what is the political party that you disagree with? What is an influencer that you disagree with or a a podcaster that you disagree with? Um, some some people that I can think of, you know, you may disagree with Africa Brooke. You may disagree with um, Rachel Hollis. You may disagree with Jay Shetty. You may disagree with Jenna Kutcher. You may disagree with uh, Jordan Peterson, with so many people. But... Take the time to put yourself in that place to be uncomfortable, to hear a different perspective and notice for yourself. This is how we build that awareness. This is how we build that resiliency to be able to actually have the conversations is by noticing what happens to your body when someone says something that you disagree with. Notice what thoughts come up. And do your thoughts come up as like, as calm, rational, respectful thoughts? Or do you start to, panic and have anxiety and does your body respond in an uncomfortable way do you think about fighting or or fleeing um, or freezing like what is your response to that and really pay attention to that um you know literally go and if you read this side of media go read the other side go read the comments Uh, if you really want to get fired up and check out all your triggers go read a comment section online and notice what comes up in you um because that is that is really start one is by um watching listening Witnessing other perspectives and then witnessing that response in yourself. That is how you can figure out if you are ready for step number one, which is to be ready to go into a conversation, to have to be open and respectful in a conversation if you're gonna if you're gonna have some sort of healthy discourse, debate, or discussion. So step one, get yourself to a place where you can be comfortable. And if you're not comfortable doing it in person, that's okay. First of all, start by exposing yourself to different opinions and noticing how you sit, noticing what still resonates is true for you, where you change your mind, how you respond so that you're then able to go into conversations. Now, if you're ready to start having conversations with people and speak up, speak your voice, then I encourage you to start Start at home, start, start with a safe friend, start with your therapist or a coach or a, a safe mentor start close to home. Um, and you can use this to start unlearning and learning. So you're unlearning the need to be right. You are unlearning that I, this dichotomy that someone who thinks differently is better or worse than you or good or or dumb or smart or whatever that is. And you're unlearning that it's not okay to change your mind. You're going to learn that it is okay to change your mind, that it is okay to be uncomfortable, that you're uncomfortable. It it sucks to be uncomfortable, but it's not the worst thing. And you can handle it to be uncomfortable. You're going to learn how to be aware of your emotions and your thoughts and your physiological response. And you're gonna create that awareness to have a pause between your reaction to it and your action as a result of that. And when you're ready for that, I want you to demonstrate this for friends. I want you to have conversations with friends, with family that you may disagree with, to, uh, and do this in a respectful and open way and show up with curiosity, show up to connect. um, To start just being the leaders that we need, because let's be real here, our politicians are not able to do this. Our, even a lot of our, our systems, our structures that are in place right now are not able to have these kinds of conversations. So if you can do it first, it's saying a lot about who you are. Um, here's what I want you to do. I want, you, I want all of us to stop looking and listening to people who are unable to take advice from other people, who are unable to be transparent, who are unable to say, oh, I was wrong about this, who don't have the humility to say that, who are not able to not just admit that they don't know at all, that's like a prereq, but then also able to walk that talk and be able to have healthy discourse, to be able to invite disagreement, debate, discussion, and be transparent in, in what they know and in what they don't know, and to be able to change their minds and admit when they're wrong. That should be our bare minimum. Like That is a human thing and that's really hard because a lot of parts of our society have taught us we cannot do these things and we are seeing it in our leadership, we are seeing it in the world. So I invite you to stop listening to those people that count to that and start looking and listening for the people who are true leaders, the people that can admit that they don't know it all, the people that then walk the talk and uh, can come to open, respectful conversations and admit when they're wrong, um, publicly inviting discussion and disagreement and being open to learning. That Those are the people we need to listen to. And that is, I believe we can do that. And if we can do that, then that means we certainly can expect it from our leadership and we can and we should. Um, before we go, I want to know, if you're watching the replay, let me know. If you have questions, any thoughts, I'm I'm here. Um, I'm gonna set up a little bit of a boundary that you know any conversation that I want to have, it, it must be open and respectful. That's that's gonna be me showing up to you. I will always show up as open and respectful. I mean, I will always aim to. If I make a mistake, I will always say I made a mistake. Um, but I want to know from you, you know, what are you gonna do? Who? Are you, what? What is your action here? What are you actually gonna do? Um, And if you've done it, when you've done it, I want to know, who did you listen to that was different? What what did you read that was different than you? Who did you talk to that was different? I would love to also hear what is something that you have been wrong about in your life? And what is something that you've changed your mind on? Um, Because we've got a lot of those. And I think I just want to normalize that. I want to normalize discomfort in conversations. I want to normalize us changing our minds. I want to normalize us not having to know everything and being able to be curious and connecting to people who think differently, are differently, because I guarantee you, you are going to find something to connect with with those people, with every single person. Um, thank you, Laura. Thanks for watching. I was about to wrap it up, but I want to say one more thing about con- I because I totally miss this. <laughs> when you're talking to people, one of the best things you can do is find common ground. And I guarantee you, you can find common ground on with anybody in the world. Um, parenting? Can you find common ground in the fact that you both want the best for your children? Can you find common ground in having gratitude for the blessings of our medical system? Can you find common ground on the idea of, of the importance of consent? Can you find common ground on, holy crap, this weather really sucks, or wow, this is a really hard time in the world, or wow, this makes me really uncomfortable to have this conversation. How about you? You too? Yeah, okay. Find common ground and establish common ground so that then you are able to see each other as as humans and that is so important because when we when we put people in boxes and we separate them and we loo- fail, lose the ability to have common ground, to find common ground, bad things happen. It's not so dramatic, but like really, that's we're unable to move from that. So find common ground with someone, be ready to listen and be super curious, be ready to debate their best points. Somebody else be able to share with somebody afterwards. What are the things that you learned that you may have been wrong about? Um, and take a pause if you need to, make sure you can go into enter any of these conversations, any kind of discussion with openness and with respect and take a pause when you need it. Um, and get support, coach, therapy, healer, all the things. Um, make sure, it, cause it's, it's not that easy, but you can do it. Um, thank you so much for watching everyone. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. It's a crazy time in the world, but I really believe if we come together, if we can listen to each other, if we can connect with each other, we can make a difference. And don't underestimate the power that you, one person, can make. I guarantee you, you can be a positive influence for the world and your circle. Thank you. So there you have it. Here's my invitation to you. My intention with these episodes is for you to actually go and do something different with your life. So If this all sounds really scary, just start by making yourself uncomfortable. Listen to the podcast host who is controversial in your opinion. Read that newspaper or that blog that you stopped reading. Scroll the comment section and I personally have to say this is one of the most triggering things for me and very interesting to lean into. And When you do that, don't just read the comment section blindly because otherwise you will lose your faith in humanity. I'm confident of that. Instead, use it to observe your own body and how you feel when people have opinions that are different than you or when perhaps they are attacking and just notice what that feels like in your body and use that as a way to learn to calm, to um, regulate your nervous system and to be able to be confident even in those times and spaces. After you've done that, when you're ready, and hey, maybe you're already there, then you can reach out and start these conversations. Be the change. Be the bridge. Um, As always, calm yourself first and make sure that you are ready and coming from a great place. Make sure that you are aligned and able to be curious, to find common ground, and to continue to pay attention to your body, your nervous system, and your emotions throughout the conversation. And be sure that whenever you have these that you really go in with curiosity and that you're ready at the end of, the, of this to – of any conversation to share at least three things that you learned that are different or to pretend like you are about to stand on a panel and argue the other person's perspective and the best facts and the best arguments that they have. Not the worst. That's a common thing. Always look for the best. So – that's my invitation. Thank you very much for the open and respectful discussion to everyone who joined live and to so many of you that I have the honor of connecting with online and in person. Thank you for listening and please DM me. I would love to hear where you've allowed yourself to get uncomfortable. And if you've had a conversation with someone that you may have had a different perspective with, please use me as the person. Like, let me know what you learned or what the best arguments for the other side are. And I, I really... I have faith in you. I have faith in this community. I know that you are someone who cares, that you have a beautiful heart, that you want to bring people together. So I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being the bridge, for helping us to reconnect, and to helping us heal the divide together